Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Wednesday, hopefully the half point of your work week on this seventh day in February. My name is Michael Kemet, and I'm your host, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your Wednesday. We're going to start in the country of Senegal, where there is a cyber implication as a result of what the government is calling hateful, subversive messages relayed on social network. The government of Senegal is claiming that they have to shut down the internet on mobile devices because the context of the threats and the potential for disturbance to public order. Now, what's interesting about this is that these comments online are directly related to a very controversial law that allowed the sitting president to move elections from this month to the end of the year. So the implication here is that a government can limit your access in a world where you do everything from banking to shopping to communicating to dating, all of that online. And in the case of Senegal, you can no longer do it as of yesterday and today for a short quote-unquote period of time because the government feels that there are existential threats, which they get to decide, not you. So depending on which country you live in, what laws, what privacy, what issues, just be aware that you are at the whims of the government who can decide when you can and cannot access an increasingly critical part of your life. Speaking of critical, there is a critical flaw in some software. And if you use this software, you need to patch now. JetBrains, who operates a piece of software known as Team City, has an issue with their on-prem servers. There's a flaw tracked as CVE 2024-23917. Now again, this affects Team City on-premises setups. And unfortunately, without user interaction, criminals can abuse this flaw to... Um, bypass um, authentication mechanisms and remotely execute code. So Team City strongly advises that all users update their servers to at least 2023.11.3 to eliminate the vulnerability. So again, if you use this software, upgrade because likely criminals will start abusing this and you don't want to be their next victim. And if you live in France, you might be a victim of a breach of healthcare data. There is a company known as Viomatis, and they had a cyber attack which exposed the data of policyholders, healthcare insurance, and healthcare professionals throughout France. Now, the organization says that this was not ransomware, although it does kind of look and smell like it, but uh, officials from Viomatis say that this was simply a successful phishing attack that allowed someone to access an employee's workstation and breach its systems. Now, the exact volume of data stolen is unclear at this point. The organization is working with legal authorities in the country to scope this incident, but we do know that the data includes marital status, date of birth, social security number, health insurer, and the problem here is that while the organization says that no payment data was exposed, they do cover payment processing for up to 84 healthcare organizations 
And so look for more data on this in the coming months as their investigation continues. But be aware that at least some of your private healthcare data is in the hands of criminals because of something as simple as phishing. And while some criminals use phishing and some nation states use phishing, there is an attack where Chinese hackers did not gain access via phishing, but by abusing a flaw. In December of 2022, there's a vendor known as Fortinet that provides a number of security products and products that allow access to networks. And they had a flaw with their products. This was a zero-day vulnerability, meaning that they only knew about it because criminals were abusing it. And they were warning at the time, again, over a year ago, that advanced actors were going to target government or government-related networks. And they didn't provide a lot of details at that time. But now we know that the advanced actors mentioned there were Chinese threat actors who were targeting Dutch government systems. And Dutch officials have said that this was an attack that began by abuse of this flaw, which was not patched. And after access was gained in this manner, the Chinese threat actors were able to deploy a brand new tool, Remote Access Trojan, which is called or dubbed Coat Hanger. Now, Coat Hanger allows for a variety of functions on a network, and the Dutch authorities do say that the Chinese actors began harvesting usernames and credentials that they could use for the purpose of espionage. The Chinese were trying to spy on Dutch government in terms of what they're doing, how they're doing it, and looking for uh, details pertinent to the Chinese government. The good news is that the Dutch authorities say that because their systems are segmented, i.e. separated physically and logically, that the impact of this attack was rather limited. In other words, the Chinese couldn't gain access to all government networks, only to the one that they had gained access to. So if you think when we talk about patching flaws like JetBrains Team City, just be aware that there are nation states who use those flaws as a means to gain access. So if you don't patch, you need to be aware that you are exposing yourself to these kinds, in this case, Chinese attackers. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding day. It's going to be a good one, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a chemist from the United States Department of Energy. Lynn Chen is getting a sincere tip of the cap because she was awarded a 2023 Mildred Dressel House Guest Professorship at the University of Hamburg in Germany. With this award, she'll be researching ultra-fast electronic and nuclear structural dynamics and molecules and materials relevant to solar energy conversion. For her outstanding dedication to chemistry, for her work at the U.S. Department of Energy, and for being awarded this opportunity, a sincere tip of the cap 
and please keep on chemistrying.